have to stop making everything so black and white. Oh, well, this is this and that's that. No, no. I can choose where I want to work. It doesn't mean that one's better than the other. I had one stylist tell me, I did never work for a commission salon because they only give you 40%. I go, who told you that? Hi, everyone. I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher. And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. Where we teach you to salon differently. Hey everyone, have you heard of Card Shears? As a cutting specialist, they're now the only shears that I use. Their patent-pending zero-gravity tension system makes cutting easy and effortless. Card Slide technology creates zero drag in the hair, which makes my job a hundred times easier. Card has shears for wet and dry cutting, and shears for all of our lovely lefties. Besides making amazing shears, they provide their clients with supreme white glove service for shear maintenance and repair. Tap the link in our episode description to unlock a permanent 20% off all of your Karg shear purchases. David, let's talk about the sexiest topic in our industry today. What's that? Business insurance, which is why we have teamed up with Guild, spelled G-I-L-D. Guild Insurance has streamlined the business insurance process by evaluating multiple insurance providers. They find you the partner that you deserve in just minutes. We partnered with Guild because they are shaking up the insurance industry as much as we are shaking up the beauty industry. Guild offers business guidance and resources even after you're fully insured. They're making insurance inclusive and personalized. To learn more about Guild and your business insurance options, visit your Guild. Are you still having constant conversations around color waste with your team? Have more proactive conversations with real numbers that can help create less waste. SalonScale Software is a pro stylist app that gets your team educated on the real costs of doing business. SalonScale is a great solution for wasting less color and making more profit. Tap the link in the episode description to see why thousands have joined the Salon Scale movement. Use code DTH10 at checkout for 10% off. David, I want to get really spicy. We've been avoiding this topic for years, actually. (laughs) (laughs) We've mentioned, I think we've talked about it once in a while. We talk about it a lot in our clubhouse. But we haven't talked about—we've dabbled in it. We've dipped our toe in this topic. With our students, we talk about it all the time. Every day. And it's actually, like, our secret weapon to hire it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone's always asking, uh, how do I hire? How do I hire? And their result is, oh, I'm just going to post something on Instagram and say that I'm hiring and then get upset because it didn't work. And I Or I'm going to hire from the schools. Yeah. When really we need someone with a team or with with a style. Why can't I talk? With a book. Thank you. Yeah, with, with clients. Book, with clients. But I think our industry is very – the reason everyone's asking how do I hire is because the right way to do it has been demonized Yeah. by everyone else. Everyone, really. Well, I think that there was – we talk about generations a lot and we – we really talk about, not in a bad way, if you're listening and you are not a millennial or Gen Z, we still love you. But the different generations, the the boomers and the Gen Xs, came from the Industrial Revolution. Mm-hmm. And so everything then was about loyalty. It was a good thing to go work for someone for 20, for 20 years. years. Yeah, or more. And that's not the case anymore. Millennials and Gen Zs want experiences. And sometimes that experience means bouncing around. And that's... Again, like you said, it's been demonized. The average millennial, I have this statistic somewhere on one of our classes, that the average millennial spends two to four years at a location, 
And the average Gen Z spends two years or less at a location. Well, it used to be when you looked at a resume, when there was multiple jobs, it was a bad thing. Like if Mm -hmm. you saw like four jobs on a resume 20 years ago. You were like, oh, commitment issues. Yeah, commitment issues. (laughs) You're not loyal to the company. What's wrong with you? You didn't do well. Yeah. And then it switched for our generation when millennials were like, oh, we couldn't get jobs because it was you don't have enough experience. Exactly. You don't have enough of that. Yet we were still being hired by Gen X and our baby boomers that wanted the loyalty. So it was this really first off, it's called mixed messages. It's called gaslighting. And in dating, <laughs> that's a no-go. So the fact that we're doing this in business is not okay. You really jumped around a lot, but you have zero experience. Yeah. You can't work for this because you have no experience yet. As millennials, and I know the Gen Zs are just like, well, what the hell do you want? And so we've kind of come up with a solution to that to really market towards the new generations that will be your future clients and your future staff. I mean, even in our industry, if you – I always tell people do not – this is no one's going to like this. But I tell people not to hire stylists who come in with a resume. Uh, That that scares me. Mm -hmm. Um. The best people that you should hire are already working. Yeah. And our industry is very much like no poaching, don't steal my stylist, how dare you reach out to these people. It's all very like secretive, like we're all part of the mafia. But LinkedIn was created for this purpose for other industries. It's just the hairdressing industry is so emotional that we don't think that it should be allowed for some reason. Yeah, this is happening in other industries every day. Like it, it happens to my partner every day on LinkedIn. He works for a big company here in New York City uh, in property management, and he gets requests from headhunters all day long saying that they want to pay him more. You know, a lot of it's like, you have to move to Texas. And he's like, no. Uh, but they want to pay him more and they want to reach out to him. And, you know, sometimes he takes an interview to see what it is, and sometimes he doesn't. And this isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's a very normal practice. And in fact, headhunters get paid. A commission if they find someone and sign them up. It's a yeah. full-on career. And so for the salon industry to say, well, that doesn't apply here is just idiotic. These are my stylists. That's what yeah. we hear a lot. These are my stylists. And the reality is, is I put all this time and education to them. Number one. That's a requirement. Yeah. Number one, like that's life. Mm-hmm. Also, if you're giving way too much to your team, that's a different conversation. But yeah, like being mad that People are offering, if you have a great offer, then you're probably not worried if people try to get I mean, that's what I ask saloners all the time. Like if if someone down the street, you know, was like, wow, that's an incredible stylist. I would love for them to come work, work over here. And they were like willing to have more freedoms or mm-hmm. more opportunities. Why would it be a bad thing? And if you work with the store, the hairdresser, and you've set your salon up the way that we suggest that you set them up your salon and offer is going to be much better than the former ones. Well, what's great about the DTH salons is that they are creating a mini community and we'll have multiple locations in one neighborhood. And we have staff members that work at different locations. And like, that's the cool part. But in, I mean, Albuquerque, New Mexico, I do not know why we are extremely popular in Albuquerque. (laughs) Um, I've never been, but there are, I think six DTH Mm -hmm. salons like within I don't know, a couple They're miles of each other. other. And they all just share stylists. Yeah. And it's there's no issue. First, I think if you're a salon owner, you really need to get clear with your culture and what your offer is. Oh, um, 
Have you ever talked to a salon about what an offer is? Oh, they don't know. They have no idea. They go, well, they do hair, and I, and then yeah. we do a commission. And then they're and like, oh, this is the commission. Yeah. Then a stylist will come in and be like, that's not a good enough commission, and then they'll reactively offer them a higher commission. That's it's my like, favorite. No. When I meet salons that have guns. eighteen different commission structures for all their staff, like they're like, well, Sarah gets. 47.5 and John gets 50 because John's male and yeah. <laughs> and white and yeah and so and so gets 45 because she's only been out of school for two like yeah this it is not an offer or someone you know yeah they got out of school they've been out of school for six months but I but gave she's them 37 she's 37 yeah. she's single mom I gave and it doesn't make sense that's why we're running our business emotionally no wonder you're afraid someone's going to come take your people because you have no idea what you're fucking doing. Yeah. <laughs> I. But that's the thing. You know, when we really talk about hiring, we really talk about, specifically on social media, rather than announcing, hey, I'm hiring, it's more talking about your offers. We are thrilled to announce our partnership with Salon Interactive, finally a company that is helping put the power of retailing back into the hands of salon owners and hairdressers. No more stocking retail shelves with thousands of dollars worth of product that are just collecting dust. Salon Interactive allows you to sell entirely online directly to your clients. And the best part is you get to take home a large commission. We know that the world of e-commerce can be scary and confusing, and that's why we love Salon Interactive. It's a free tool that allows you to sell the professional products you want from the brands that you love without having to spend a dime. Visit saloninteractive.com DTH to get started. Let me ask you a question. What's your favorite booking software? I'm glad you asked. Gloss Genius. Have you ever heard of them? Yes. I love them. You and I both know that marketing is very important, but also very hard to do. Gloss Genius has made it easy with text and email marketing directly to your clients. We are excited to share with our DTH listeners. You'll get the first month free on us, as well as your very own stunning credit card reader. Usually $80. To sign up, head to the App Store and download Gloss Genius and enter the code DESTROY. See you there. Okay, remember how I said I don't trust stylists that come with resumes? Yeah. I don't trust salons that post we're hiring. Me either. It's scary. I'm like, and it also, it looks desperate. <laughs> it does. I know. I've seen more and more people doing it, and it is out of desperation. Oh, absolutely. It's in the moments of like, of I've tried everything. Yes, but that's the thing is there has to be patient of the pro- patience with the process. And when you when you start talking about why your salon is different and the offer, and then your team is talking about why their salon is different that they're working in, that's when people are like, oh, well, I want to go work at a salon that gives me unlimited time off. Right. I want to go work for the salon that allows me to raise my prices or charges based on time. Or, you know, I want to work for... Uh, more inclusive environment. Like that's, those are the things that we need to talk about. But people talk about it once and then the point of a capitalist society, (laughs) the way that capitalism works properly is when new offers keep circulating so that people can get better offers Mm -hmm. and they can grow. And unfortunately, if someone has a better offer, they're going to go with that. I mean, it's not even personal. Yeah. So I want to. And by the way, just because someone came to your stylist and made them an offer, it doesn't mean they're going to take it. It may not be we good. We see that all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, we've had we've had people. They're like, this person reached out, but their offer was, you know, forty two percent. They already make forty eight. Okay, well, they have the option to also, check isn't it out. Flattering to be. I, I've seen stylists get or salon owners get really offended. That would be flattering to me. I'd be so flattered that my team 
A, didn't want to leave because I was creating such a great offer that they were happy with where they were working, but also that other salons wanted my team. One, oh my God, that's my favorite. Well, I have two stories. I have a good story and a reactive story. One of our stylists reached out through Instagram to a local stylist that worked at another salon mm-hmm. and made them an offer. And the stylist uh, said, no, I'm really happy where I am, but do you mind if I share this video with my boss? Because I'm, it's actually genius. Yeah. Shares the video with her boss. And my student was like, this is going to be bad. Like, yeah. I'm afraid. I'm like, no, it, like, it's okay if mm-hmm. people know you're doing it. It's not, it's not a secret that well, we're Yeah, that's how we got into recruiting, this mess, is right? by keeping things secret. <laughs> so... The boss contacts my student and now is like listening to DTH and she's like, that's, she goes, I don't know how you hire any other way. This is the only way that makes sense. Yeah. And so had this amazing, now they're like friends and they. Which is everything we're trying to do. Which. More friendships. Which, you know, kudos to that salon owner to have the critical thinking skills and the emotional intelligence to be like. That's not always the response. That's not. Which leads you into story two. Story number two. (laughs) Um, We had a we were talking about it on Clubhouse mm-hmm. with one of our, I don't think she's a student, but she's a listener. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think. And she said, you know, I took your advice and I started reaching out to, maybe she is a student. I started reaching out to um, stylists in my area that were already working at other salons. And this woman responded to her salon owner was very upset. Yeah. What I loved about this person is that, they responded like it was the most emotionally intelligent, non reactive response she was back like, to a, an extremely reactive person. Yeah, she was like, Listen, I know that it's kind of different and strange, but I work with the story of the hairdresser and recruiting should be something that we start to implement in our industry. And, you know, I'd love to talk to you more about it. This woman was not having it, then reached out to destroy the hairdresser. And then she said, She's very, I'm not going to use the words she used, but she was not very nice about this other person. And oh, she said something really nasty. Calling the salon names, calling this woman names and whatever. And so the salon owner, you know, we responded. I said, yep, actually everything that this person said is absolutely true and we'd love to talk to you about it as well and we don't see anything wrong with recruiting. And she said, well, my Facebook group is going to hear about it and I'm sure they'll love this idea mm-hmm. and then blocked us. And I'm like, Okay, first of all, listen, I'm we not have a on, big we're we not really a, on Facebook. <laughs> I know. We have a saying that's like let crazy show crazy because even when we see it all the time like someone is like aggressively reactively bashing another company or another person on the internet. Right. We all secretly are like, "Oh, they're nuts. I don't want to cross paths with them." Yeah. Even if they are justified in some of their remarks, it it still is so You can be listen, if I reach out to your team and you don't like it, be more than welcome to say, I really don't appreciate Have a this. conversation about it. But, you know, to call someone else trash and... Mm-hmm. It was, I'm going to the Facebook group. She was going to the, I'm like, you must be 40 because... We know what's going to happen, though, in that Facebook group. She's going to complain about it and someone's going to someone's go, gonna go, that's a good that's idea. A good idea. <laughs> and then they're going to come find us because they want to learn more about it. I think we found more followers that way. Exactly. People talk about how much they don't like Destroy the Hairdresser and then... That just kind of like, yeah, kind of brings people Blossom to us to it. Well, I mean, listen, I I don't expect. I actually do expect mm. a lot of people to not like what we're saying because it is. Um, in twenty years from now, this won't be. Oh yeah, this will be. Over. I think in ten years, less than ten years, if we do our job right, ten. Yeah, but if I get tired, twenty. <laughs> Five, <laughs> if we drink a lot of coffee. But I, I I think that's the thing is we're talking about things 
that are happening in other industries and we're bringing them into our industry in a business on a business level versus an emotional level and not only that we're teaching artists to think critically about their business which we were never taught before and sometimes that means doing we're just things that are uncomfortable to think critically in general which i don't think we're really taught so sidebar there's this new school called synthesis have you heard of it no it's by elon musk of course it is so, of course, I clicked on it, and I had to, like, listen to this whole thing. But it's a school, all online, and the the kids are learning. It's f- 6 through 14. Yeah. And they're learning, you know, math, and re- mm-hmm. they're learning everything. But it's a game, <gasps> and they don't know the rules. And they have to critically think to figure out what the rules are by how the teacher is functioning in the classroom. I want to do th- I want. I want to do it. And I'm like, I already put my, I don't have kids, but they're on the waiting list. <laughs> And um, I'm gonna do that now too. <laughs> and that is so cool. Like I was reading, like I was actually watching these videos from these parents who were like, "My kid now problem solves like at four, in like a oh my god, in, like, that's a huge the biggest problem. I didn't learn how to problem solve. Yeah, critically till I was the kids are asking like questions my late to 20s. like they're really like solving issues in their life, like real skills plus reading and math and all the other shit but yeah that's that's what's the secret to business Question thinking and questioning all that so I, anyway side note synthesis check it out if you don't like elon musk i don't love him but it's a genius idea can i do another sidebar that has nothing related to this podcast yes. at all but like fuck elon it musk. it's my show so on youtube i came across <laughs> oh no an interview with elon musk and post malone <laughs> and it was the best thing i've ever seen so if you want was to- it were they high Is it the one where he took an edible? I don't know. It was clips of it. So I really Uh, don't know the con, you know, like what was happening. I'm sure, I think there was an interview. I think, I don't know who it was with. But Elon Musk was talking his his future theories and Post Malone just couldn't wrap his head around it and was like, that shit's scary. Post Malone was high. (laughs) Yeah. And And then Post Malone (laughs) goes, let's talk about whales. (laughs) And Elon Musk goes, whales are the scariest beings. They are. And they couldn't agree with, I know you are terrified of I agree with that. And Me and Elon and have Malone this could not wrap his head around the fact that someone didn't like a whale. Please go watch it. This is nothing to do with whales. Are my biggest nightmare. <laughs> but, uh... Let us introduce you to one of our favorite product companies, Reverie. Reverie is hair care for all humans, no matter your hair type. Their clean and innovative formulas nurture the integrity of your hair for unrivaled results. Reverie is made intentionally in California. Their mindfully sourced vegan ingredients and environmentally friendly packaging showcases their commitment to creating alchemy in a bottle. Reverie was created in 2011 by Garrett Markinson and continues to be a family-owned and operated business to this day. Tap the link in the episode description to get connected with our friends over at Reverie. I want to talk about the spiciness. Let's let's talk about the video, like what we yeah. actually suggest. Um <laughs> and I encourage people to try By the way, it. we're going back to our topic. Yeah. <laughs> Segway back to our topic. But I think to, um, and I, I want to give a disclaimer, when what we're about to tell you <laughs> comes with a lot of no's because it's new, but it also comes what with a lot of What we're about to tell you, <laughs> you're going to have a reaction to. I think if you're listening to this or you share this with somebody or you're hearing this for the first time, like you gotta open your mind to the fact that what we are talking about is not new, Mm-mm. and I think that's what people think about our company is like our ideas are so radical. I'm like we're just like uh, like time based pricing at a salon, not a new concept. No, 
uh, hiring by recruiting, not a new concept. Mm-mm. Working on being a better leader, not a new, like nothing that we're teaching is new. So recruiting and doing it through social media, this is not a new concept. It's just that we're- Our industry's behind. Our industry's behind, and it's a lot of scar tissue that we're working through. So mm. when it comes to recruiting, we suggest one way and one way only. Do not go to LinkedIn. Do not go to Indeed. These are not for Do our- Do not go to Craigslist. These are not for our industry. Our industry lives on social media and it lives on Instagram specifically. Instagram was made for hairdressers. End of story. Mm-hmm. It is the, it is we're, like the megaphone for, for yeah. hairdressers. Anyone in the in, in, in visual, the visual arts. arts yeah. yeah. So we suggest that you start to find and follow all your favorite hairdressers in your area. Mm-hmm. You can do that through hashtags. You can go to other salons and find From stylists. Salon account. You can, yes, from your salon account, not your creepy personal account, and start to add them, start to follow them, make a list of them. Comment on their stuff. Engage. Just start engaging. Engaging. It's not, it's not like a sneak attack. You got to build a, you're flirting. You got to, you got to give a little. Yeah, you got to flirt. Well, this is something we do normally, but then when we're doing it from a different, like from our salon account, it's a, why are they following us? And it's like, why, this is the whole point. We need to have an open community and be able to connect. Networking. <laughs> and okay, so you're going to follow these people. You're going to collect this information. And then when you feel ready, and if you're in coaching, it's whenever we decide you're ready. <laughs> but when you feel ready, you're going to send these uh, stylists individual videos, mm-hmm. introducing yourself, saying hi to them, using their name, because otherwise they think it's spam. And you're going to say, like, hey, Sid, my name's David. I own Boopity Boop Salon. And I'm obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with your uh, your work, and I love your aesthetic, and I just want to see if you would ever come hang out, check out my salon, blah, blah, blah. You just keep it very simple, very yeah. chill. I, I We're not, it's not come in for an interview, I want to hire, it's none of that. It's if like, you want to come hang out. Come hang out, check out our space. So millennials, are, millennials know what that means, by the way, and they also, when you say like, come in for an interview, they're like, the commitment, the committal stuff comes up. Exactly. That's scary. But if you say hang out, it's more, it's casual. And and it should be casual. Exactly. Two things are going to happen. One, if they're in a space that they're really not loving, they're going to jump on this. Um, actually, three things are going to happen. The second thing that could happen is no thank you or they don't respond. I've seen our stylists or our saloners that do this get ghosted or get no responses. But By the way, have, the no response, but it's been seen, is actually the best response. It is, and that's what leads me to the third point, is if you were doing your work on social media by sharing your offer, not once, but constantly talking about it, you have to be consistent. You're talking about why your salon is different. You're you're really showing the growth of your staff, uh, not just salon pictures. We're not just showing clients. Um, we're showing the rapport and the community of your space. Yeah, like don't post we're hiring. Post five reasons to work for Boopity Boop. Exactly. That's then, up salon, by the way. Exactly. So <laughs> now what's going to happen is that person that saw it is just going to follow back or just watch. And they're going to keep watching. And eventually they're going to want to participate. And we've seen it happen where someone was like, hey, you sent me a video last year and I've been watching it for a year and I'm finally ready. So don't don't discredit those those micro moments of, oh, I got ghosted, but like this could also be a seed that you planted in someone's brain to then want to come work with you a year later. And we see it happen all the time. And that's where it gets uncomfortable because you do have to be vulnerable and put yourself out there, but also be okay with someone not responding. 
Um, and also be okay with backlash from reactive other people in the industry because that's that is also one of my students uh, did this and she got backlash from the salon owner and then that salon closed. Mm-hmm. Did she take all her staff? I mean, after the fact, but it was like kind of ironic. Yeah. But the thing is, it, if you're someone who's listening to this and you don't like what we're saying, it may be because you're relying too much on your team to stay with you forever. Like that's a, that's also not good for business. Deadly. Yeah. Like, you think you're actually holding them hostage, but they're holding you hostage. Because yeah. if you don't have the flexibility to get new people and to have flow in the business, it maybe you feel like you're in control, but really it's a sign that you've completely lost control. And then you're going to be sideswiped when you have those three people decide to leave and you're like, crap. And that's where the, hey, we're hiring post comes out because <laughs> it's coming from a reactive moment versus – being consistent and and talking about your offers all the time. I'd rather you have a wait list of stylists yep. than a lot of our salons have wait lists. Mm-hmm. But that's the point. It's hey, you know, we're actually looking for a texture specialist in our salon, and your work is incredible. If you're ever thinking about working one day a week, we have a spot. Like, yeah. why can't that be an offer? And I think that's that. Those are the things that we need to talk about more. And not try to hold on to people. They're they're human beings, not objects. And I think that's where we've gotten messed up in this industry is, can we reverse that? And that's what we're trying to do with— I'll put the how to hire a hairdresser link in the description. Yeah. That's a great— The two-hour class. It's a, a good one. Mm-hmm. And you get a little PDF booklet of we love a scripts PDF. and everything. It's the only class we have that has scripts. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I had to think about that. I'm like, yeah, it does. Um, it has offer letters in it. It has interview questions and it. it has everything in it. So tap the link in the description mm-hmm. of this episode. But I think that... I think we need to talk about this more as, a, as an industry, that this isn't a bad thing. We decided 2022 is when we would bring it to the forefront. Because once we start posting about this on Instagram, if we haven't already, um, people are going to lose their mind. It's okay. I expect that. Yeah. Poaching is for eggs, not for people. <laughs> That's scene. <laughs> Poaching's for eggs. Don't poach people. Just recruit them. Recruit. Take the talent that's in your in your area. Make them an offer, and if it's better than the offer they have, then people got to make better offers. I mean, that's the whole point. The point mm-hmm. of making better offers is the whole industry starts to make better offers for people. Now, my last my last piece of advice is just because someone made a better offer doesn't mean that you're supposed to change your offer. Mm-hmm. Like you someone might not want that offer, right? You, like I had somebody go, "Well, what am I supposed to do? Offer fifty five percent commission?" I'm like, "No, this isn't a no. You don't have you don't have to change We're not the commission. <laughs> you have to change. Maybe there's other things you can change, or maybe there's nothing you can change. And this is you're just up against this, but this is capitalism. This is mm-hmm. the beast that we all have chosen to live in. So, yeah, you don't just because someone made a better offer, you can either, you know. Well, we have to give people free will to make decisions for themselves. That's why we have multiple phone companies. They all freaking do the same, <laughs> but we choose. That's why we have, you know. And that's the thing. It's like there's no people can choose different coaching companies. It's right. it's, it's what you want. And I think that's what we have to stop making everything so black and white. Oh, well, this is this and that's that. No, no. I can choose where I want to work. It doesn't mean that one's better than the I other. I had one stylist. You have to be confident in that. One stylist tell me, I never work for a commission salon because they only give you 40%. And I go. Who told you that? I go, that's maybe that's one commission salon that you work. Like, 
Yeah, people are basing but one experience there are off more. of an entire world. Listen. Open your minds. Yeah. And get mad at us later. It's fine. We'll talk to you about it. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Have a great day. <laughs> Next time on Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. I think that the most important thing to understand is that giving people the freedom to come and go, whether it's yes. stylists mm-hmm. or it's clients, is a better way to build loyalty, even though it feels like it's a lack of loyalty. It feels like a lack of control, but you actually have more control in your business. As a hairdresser. Because you're not micromanaging everything.